0: Chapter 21 of Nettie and Becky's Tab-Tale. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Maria Abrenica, World Audiobooks Podcast. Nettie and Becky's Tubtail by Howard R. Garris. Chapter 21 Nettie and the Tooting Horn. Mama, can't becky come out and play asked neddy the little bear boy as he ran home from school one afternoon i came home early on purpose it was such a nice sunny day the teacher said i might come out before the others to amuse becky that was very kind of you spoke mrs Tabtail, and i think i will let becky out a little while but you must look after her and see that she does not stay late for it gets cold after the sun goes down and you know she is hardly over her cough yet oh i'll be careful of her said nettie and he was so glad he could take out his little sick sister that he stood up on the end of his short stubby tail that is nettie tried to stand on the end of his tail but the truth of the matter is my dear little friends that nettie was getting to be such a fat heavy little chop of a bear Cup that his tail would not hold him any more. So over he fell, cur thump, oh, but he landed in a pile of leaves, so he was not hurt at all. Don't let Becky try that, Neddy, said Mrs. Tabtail with a laugh. She is only out of a sick bed, you know. I won't, laughed Neddy, as he picked himself up and brushed off the leaves. You know, I told you in the story before this one how Becky had to take some pink bitter medicine for her cup that Dr. Possum gave her hold on i don't mean that dr possum gave her the cough no he gave her the medicine to cure it and a bad lion got in after becky and he swallowed the whole bottle of medicine and that gave him such a conniption fit that he was glad to leave the little girl bear alone so while neddy waited outside the bear cave mrs Tubtail went inside to get becky ready to take a little walk in the woods Oh, it is just lovely to get out again after being in the house so long, sighed Becky, as she walked along with her brother Neddy, holding his paw. Neddy was as nice as could be, and he walked slowly with his sister, who had been ill, taking good care that she did not stumble over a stick or a stone. On and on they went, and pretty soon, when Neddy was thinking it was about time to start for home with his sister, all of a sudden, they heard a tooting horn in the woods. Hark! What's that? cried Becky, giving a jump. I don't know, answered Nettie, and he looked all around, ready to run in case there should be danger. Maybe it's a hunter and his dogs, suggested Becky. Oh, Nettie, I'm so frightened. Don't be frightened, Becky, he said gently. I'll take care of you. Maybe, after all, it's only the nice trained bear george and the professor man who toots on his brass horn oh but if it's he maybe he'll want to take us back to the circus barn went on becky i wouldn't like that nor i said becky but i don't believe it is let's take a look so the two bear children looked all around and then they heard the tooting horn again and this time they saw who was blowing it it was a hunter man and he had his gun and his dog with him quick jump behind this big tree cried neddy and he helped becky to hide herself they were only just in time too for just then the hunter looked around and he might have seen the bear children except for the tree then the hunter blew his horn again and not seeing anything to shoot he whistled to his dog put his gun over his shoulder and slinging the horn by his side down the hill he went leaving becky and neddy alone and oh how happy they were well i'm glad that's over said becky with a long breath we won't come to these woods again i guess not said neddy let's hurry home what kind of a horn was it that the hunter man had asked becky as she and her brother took hold of pows again and started for home It wasn't at all, like the one the professor man blew on. His was brass. I know it, answered Nettie. And this one was made of birch bark, rolled up like a cornucopia, such as come on Christmas trees. Only those are filled with candy, and this one had nothing but air in it. I see, said Becky. And can you blow on a birch bark horn, Nettie? I can blow a little bit on that kind of a horn, said Nettie but we'd better not stop now to try it. Let's hurry home. So the two little bear children went home, over hills and dales and through the woods. Now, whether they were not careful to take the right path or whether the hunter and his dog and gun had so scared them that they didn't know what they were doing, I can't begin to say it might have been one thing. And then again, on the other hand, it might have been something else. And I don't want to make a mistake. Anyhow, the first thing Becky and Neddy realized was that they were lost. They didn't know where they were, nor how to get home. All they knew was that they were in the woods, some distance from home, and night was coming on. Oh, dear, cried Becky when she saw that Neddy did not know his way home. Oh, dear me. Don't worry, sister dear, he said. I'll take care of you and he put his spouse about her. Oh, I know you will, said Becky, and you are as kind as you can be. But still, and with all that, if I stay out after dark, my cold may get worse again, and I'll have to take more of that bitter medicine. You can't, exclaimed Nettie. The bad lion swallowed it all for you. Oh, but Dr. Possum can make plenty more, and maybe worse than that, cried Becky. "Oh, dear." Where is our home? It's lost. No, it's we who are lost, said Neddy with a laugh. Our house is just where it always was. And he giggled again. He didn't feel very much like laughing, you know, but he did it to cheer up his little sister. It's a good thing to laugh sometimes, even when you don't feel like it. Well, it kept getting darker and darker, and Becky was more and more frightened, even though Neddy was as jolly as he could be finally he said well just call for help mr whitewash the polar bear or our papa or uncle wigwag might be roaming through these woods and they'd hear us and take us home oh then holler as loudly as you can said becky perhaps mama or aunt fifi is out looking for us so the two little bear children called as loudly as they could again and again they shouted but only the echoes answered them. It's of no use, said Becky, and she was always ready to cry, for her cough was hurting her again. Then Neddy thought of something. I have it, he cried. I'll make a tooting horn out of birch bark, like the one the hunter man had. a blow on the horn, and surely someone will hear that. Oh, goody, cried Becky, clapping her paws. Then she felt better. Neddy, with his sharp claws, Quickly stripped off some white birch bark from a tree. He rolled the bark into a sort of cornucopia, large at one end and small at the other. He put the small end to his mouth. Toot, toot, toot went the little bear boy on the birch bark horn. Again and again he blew it. Finally, Becky said, I hear someone coming. Surely enough, there was a sound in the bushes. Come and get us, cried Neddy. "'I'm coming,' said a voice, and then, instead of their papa or uncle bear, out jumped the bad old Skillery scillery alligator. "'Now I have you,' he cried, snapping his teeth. "'Oh, no, you haven't,' said Neddy, and with that, he blew such a blast from the tooting horn in the face of the gator, that the bad creature turned a somersault and a pepper salt mixed together, and away he ran back to the store where he belonged.' then neddy blew some more tunes on the tooting horn and this time his papa who was searching in the woods heard him and came to get his little boy and girl bear so neddy and becky weren't lost any more and soon they were safely home and i'm glad to say that becky's cough got no worse and they had hot mush for supper with sweet molasses on and in the next story if the lady downstairs doesn't come up and take my typewriter to get her baby asleep with, I'll tell you about Becky and the hand organ man. End of chapter 21. Recording by Maria Abrenica, World Audiobooks Podcast.